and welcome to the spookiest episode of Force for Thought we've ever aired. I'm Luke. And I'm Max. And I'm Matt. Fuck, Still. I did it like the ending again. <laughs> I always want to be the last one to do it. Well, you can splice those That together. is spooky. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix it in post. Matt's favorite thing to hear. <laughs> well, well, no! Hello, and welcome to Force for Thought. Today, we are celebrating Halloween, even though it was yesterday. So we are celebrating Dia de los Muertos, more realistically. <laughs> but we are here to talk about the spookiest and scariest moments in Star Wars. Yes. We have compiled our favorite moments, and we're just going to get right into it. Max, what would you say is one of your favorite spooky moments in Star Wars? Well, first off, can I get some clarification? Because I did not know the difference between spooky yes, and we, scary. In, yeah, yeah, Matt, why don't you go ahead and give the clarification? Because he seems to be the the god emperor expert on what the difference between spooky and scary is. Because let's preface this. Matt made a movie, start to finish, filmed, <laughs> edited, directed, wrote... wrote and he told me when I was coming to the premiere, it's not scary. It's just kind of spooky because I don't like scary movies. It is literally about four kids that go to the woods to find a murderer and then they get chased by a murderer. It is the most <laughs> stereotypical scary movie <laughs> I could ever imagine. Jump scares. I was thoroughly scared the whole time. So if you don't think that is scary, Matthew, what is scary? Well, A, that makes my heart very warm that you think it's scary. I'm glad you liked it and it was effective. But as I feel like I'm the resident spooky guy. I'm currently wearing a shirt that says future ghost on it. I tend to wear all black. Um, I Halloween is my favorite holiday. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think overall spooky is a vibe, right? Hocus Pocus, the movie, is spooky. It's not scary in any means. It can be a little scary from time to time, right? But, like, I think that is a spooky vibe, right? You're thinking orange lights, you're thinking witches, you're thinking cold fall nights. Scary, I think, is you're being chased by somebody, right? Your heart is pumping Halloween, uh, haunted house vibe. So is it the pressure of danger, you think? Pressure of danger might be a great way to describe that, yeah. But, it, you know, it is odd when you're doing you're ranking things or saying things with other people i guess too um but like man i i want to give examples in star wars but i feel like these are going to be our well, yeah our we're answers. about to give a bunch of examples so, i don't I, want to i think well, yeah, we i can came talk up about it on a case-by-case basis max hit yeah. us with one of your what spooky I, scary moments which one do you want spooky or scary did you separate them I, was, I did all right let's trick go. or treat you know let's, what i'm saying but uh, let's rip I a guess, spooky one i guess it doesn't matter because i think i had the exact opposite thinking matt did because to me i had spooky as being more like a jump scare and I had scary as being more of like a mental, like drawn out, like, oh man, this is kind of a scary situation, huh? So that is very interesting. I feel like even the words you chose, you should replace scary with spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Situations are spooky. You Events know? are scary. Correct. This, this yeah. is what makes like me Matt so wears black every day. That's kind of spooky. I'm not ever scared by Matt. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. All right. What do you well, mean interesting? Explain I'm, yourself. I'm sticking are you my scared guns. by Matt? No. You've lived with him for years. What have you seen? <laughs> Um, if only you've seen the things I've seen. <laughs> oh, if you've only seen the same things I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> you wish Max would wear black. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to hit you with uh, scary. Let's go scary first. Yes. Um, because it's more of a personal scary thing. Ooh. And on screen, it doesn't jump out at you as like, whoa, this is terrifying. But when you really think about it in so The spooky. Phantom Menace, episode one, when Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, and Jar Jar are fleeing from... Portagunga. That's not what it's called. Altagunga. Altagunga. Through the planet core, and they're underwater, and there's all these giant monsters that are attacking them, and then a giant fish comes and eats that fish, and a bigger fish comes. Yes. That is absolutely terrifying. Yes. Personally, I 
am terrified of like things underwater that shouldn't be there. I'm pretty sure that's called submechanophobia because Hmm. I subscribe to it on uh, Reddit. But (laughs) um, it's it's really scary. And the idea of like me being in there, I would be freaking out the entire time. Yeah. And last week on this show, I gave a force for thought where I talked about a very important scene in one of the Star Wars movies that's unfortunately been turned into a meme. And the same is true for this scene, too, right? Because everyone knows Qui-Gon's line. There's always a bigger fish. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. always a bigger fish. Yeah, First off, indeed. this is Naboo is like one of the most like colonized, civilized planets we've ever seen. This is not like a monster planet where like all these monsters just roam. People live there. They swim in those waters. Yes. And you're telling me there's always a bigger fish in there? And I know people are thinking like, well, they were traveling through the planet core. I'm sure that's far away yeah. from where people were swimming. But if you look at it, there's a lot of light where they were. If the sunlight could penetrate that far down to yes. give that much light on those creatures, they were not that deep. No. People mm-hmm. could definitely be in that area. And One to me, that is terrifying. Yeah. Yes. The so I Jar- say that's scary. The Jar Jar line, uh, he's obviously such a comedic character. But when he says, monsters out there leaking in here, all sinking and no power, when you so thinking we so in trouble. <laughs> Did you have the same thing in yours? <laughs> no, I just pulled that up. Oh, okay. Right. I'm like, oh, you're like, looking at notes right now. How are you quoting verbatim? <laughs> that's a very funny quote. Quote, but like if he just said that in a regular voice and didn't do like the whatever Gungan talk, that's a terrible line. Like, yeah, we're sinking, no power, monsters out there, we're leaking. This is the worst situation inv- imaginable. Yeah. You can do like an entire 90 minute horror movie just in that one scene there, just like slowly dying. That'd be horrible. So for the record, I would classify that as a scary moment. I agree. All right. I had it as scary. Good, good. good. That is indeed very scary. Matt, you want to hit us with one? Yeah, something. I, this is a little bit of a split the difference. I think it is scary and spooky. It is everything on Exegol. Yeah. It is. I had that on mine. I had that as spooky. I would is, classify the, it as scary just because it's so I spooky. Know, but that's the thing. It is a. It's weirdly what? both. I think it's. I, <laughs> I think scary it's a fine, is. The, it's a fine it, line. Spooky has to evolve into scary. And I think it does. And that's the thing is that the whole vibe of the entire thing is spooky. The, the dark shadows, all of the Sith watching, the Coliseum. But then you also do have moments of being very scared when you're walking through all like the test subject things, mm-hmm. and it's like you don't know. There's I'm sure there's needles, and I'm sure there's other things. Like there are so many little spooky moments within there that you feel like there's going to be a jump scare. Even Pelbeltine himself, I wish he was a little. You could see him a little more, but when there's lightning flashing and you see his hands, you see his eyes. Mm-hmm. Everything about that is spooky. Yeah, I can even pinpoint the exact moment it takes me from being spooked to being scared because Kylo Ren arrives on Exegol and it looks spooky at that point. It's like dark landscape, the lone building on that uh, desert, and it's you know dark and lightning. And I'm like, oh, this is spooky. And then he takes that elevator down and you see those Sith statues and it's very spooky. And then Palpatine says, at last. Yes. And I'm like, oh. This is scary. Yeah. It, it, yes, I was about to point out the audio of that scene as well, too, because the I, I don't know if it's sound effects or music or the combination of them, but, like, the shrieking that's going on, like, the sound that the lightning mm-hmm. makes is mm-hmm. terrifying. It's loud. And, you know, we could talk a lot about J.J. Abrams as a director because he very much likes to kind of tease people and, like, not provide a whole lot of answers, you know. Yeah. He doesn't like to show things. So I'm glad that we got to see as much Palpatine as we did, but... I feel like JJ is right in like in that kind of like horror context where not seeing it is almost spookier. Like yes. when you just barely see the glimpses yeah. in the light of the the lightning coming through, it is it is really terrifying. I also wish there one. I know 
this is a contradiction to what you just said, and I agree with you, but I do wish we almost saw more of the spookiness. And so I don't want them to go too far, I guess, but like I could have used I a little bit more. It was good. Because if you see it too much, it does start to take away from it. Yeah. I it think it was so the good, perfect though. amount also. It it makes it so easy to get that scary vibe when they mm-hmm. do like the lightning flashes on Palpatine's face. Like I'm trying to, I was trying to think of an example just now of like literally anything you could put in that scene mm-hmm. and it would be scary just because of the lightning. Like you could yep. put a picture of me and I would be scared yeah. or like just a fruit. <laughs> yeah. And it's like just the way it's shot and the way the lightning flashes and the lighting. It's, it's scary. It, not even, sorry, not even Palpatine. I just mean the area around it. Like that's, I would wish we would almost have seen more of the, that, that area. It's oh, the so cool. cultists yeah. and all the mm. lore that so they've spooky. been building the star destroyers. Yeah. And, even the architecture and then the Knights of Ren. The throne like and just how it's like yeah. jagged and pointy and so yeah. spooky. Anyway. All right, moving right along. Ooh, I had a spooky spoo- <laughs> <laughs> I have I also have a spooky moment from oh. also the Phantom Menace. I thought you were taking it. Because it's also when they're going to Autogunga, not away from it, is why I had that name so fresh on my mind. When <laughs> Jar Jar, Obi-Wan, and Qui-Gon are swimming to Autogunga. I think that scene is spooky because it's just some some people swimming through water, which is not inherently spooky, but the music in that scene is yep. very spooky. And then they, like, well, it's not a mountaintop, but the equivalent of cresting a mountain but underwater, and the, you, like, Autogunga is revealed, and mm-hmm. the vocals come out a little louder, and the, the music to that scene is very spooky, which I guess is more of a spooky song than a spooky scene, but, but it makes that, the whole scene spooky. Yeah, the music. I think it's supposed to be wondrous, but I know what you mean that it does. It is supposed to be wondrous. Maybe it's because I just saw it as a child. and no, Same, but, though. <laughs> and I, and I, I agree. I know exactly what you mean. But it, like from the surface, it looks like a normal pond, and then they jump in it, and then there's an entire city down there. Also there's something scary. down there that isn't supposed to be. And going back, again, I understand. That's like a personal thing. That's a me thing that I have to deal with. But that terrifies me i remember being a kid and going to pearl harbor and standing over the uss arizona and just being like there is an entire ship underneath me right now and being like terrified like my heart was racing in that moment just like all the stuff beneath me i would not want to go in that lake if i just knew there was an entire populated city at the bottom of it that terrifies me i agree it's it's like the same thought of like like you said just like walking above something being like there's so many things below me right now like the idea of like abandoned houses freaked me out. J- just the fact that there's like, there's why are there why are chairs in an abandoned place scary? Mm-hmm, they are. I don't know. It's just like because it's like the thought of like what was there or what could be there. You have you guys heard about the abandoned town in Whitehall? Uh yeah, they just demolished it. Did they recently? Yeah. Whoa! Did not know that. It's crazy. There was like. Eight blocks of yeah. houses. Just there's a, there's a disc abandoned. golf course that I've played right near it, and I it was I played it before they demolished the wow, did not the know neighborhood, that. and yeah, it was it was spooky for yes. sure. I, I don't know why I keep harping on this. I guess I'm just trying to validate my own feelings now. No, but I take get the it. example of a chair, for example. Yeah. If you just have a chair like next to a pool, like okay, you don't think anything of it. Like that's yeah. just a chair. Someone's gonna sit there and relax. But if you take that exact same chair and just put it at the bottom of that pool. And you just look at it like that's freaky. I agree. Why is there a chair down there? Because it's the intention, right? It's the intention of why. And why do I not know about it? That's not normal. 
it's it's yeah. I'm I don't glad, know. It's I'm glad a lot Matt of things. Shares these feelings because you're not, I, I'm, you're I'm not with me at all. I'm not really scared of underwater like you are. We, How do we you swim f- together every now and again. I'm gonna be a little bit more uh, graceful with you when you start getting a little shakes. No, I uh, like in a pool is totally fine. But if we're like in a lake and someone was like, "Oh, hey, I think there's something down here," I'm like, "Oh, I don't know what it is." That freaks me out. I Have don't you know. seen the where I believe is where Friday the Thirteenth was filmed? There's a statue of Jason Voorhees chained to the bottom. Yes, that would terrify me. That's creepy. It's uh, very Jason lives. This is also mm. why uh, the underwater uh, level is my least favorite level in every video game ever. Makes sense. So you're taking air over water, like if you, you had to be high up in the sky versus submerged below. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't like either. But I, Luke, what would you take? I'd rather be high up in the air. Yeah. If, I had, if I had to do like one like uh, daredevil-ish type thing, and they were like, you can either go skydiving or scuba diving. That doesn't help. You already run skydiving. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and scuba and I've never, I've never been scuba diving. That's like, it's like, hey, do you want to do something you hate or something you really like before? <laughs> I that's a think, bad example, Maxwell. I didn't think scuba diving was like a, 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 a an adrenaline junky thing, though. I think that's like a recreational thing. Deep sea scuba diving? <laughs> yeah, deep sea Maybe scuba deep diving. Sea? Yeah. I don't just know. Add, just add a couple words. Are you thinking snorkeling? There's a difference like between snorkeling. scuba diving and yeah. snorkeling. Max snorkeling. Like puts his head all the way under when snorkeling and comes back up. And <laughs> <laughs> no. That was terrifying. No, that's fine. But like scuba I diving. see the sun. If I was underwater for like minutes at a time, like examining like, a, like oh, there's like a cool sunken ship here that we can go investigate. I'd be like, no, absolutely not. Okay, I'd rather jump fair. out of a plane. Now, I don't want to get off Star Wars too much, but I also do want to talk about like our top a couple fears. Because I feel like exploring Maxwell's uh, this is, is my, very interesting. This is my second biggest one. My actual biggest one is snakes. Yes. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's go back to Star Wars, and then I can tell my biggest fears, and go back to Star Wars, and then Luke, you can tell yours. <laughs> like, more fun things, stupid ones. But yeah, they, they always are snakes, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Any stem from that? <laughs> uh... I have no idea. Maybe they're, they're just kind of spooky. Yeah. The thing no, that pisses me off to no end, Maxwell. Is you, no, you I think don't they're spooky, because if I saw one, I would jump. That's spooky. That's scary. No, that's scary. <laughs> that's scary. Yes, Luke, correct. Yeah, I really think you're wrong. All right. Get back to Star Wars. Max, 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 give us another spooky, scary moment that you uh, have. Okay, well, building far, off far of this, I would go with that giant serpent in The Rise of Skywalker. Yep. Oh, like the, 1, the sand serpent. Oh, I didn't think about him. He's spooky. Man. Uh, I could instantly okay, feed yeah, into my fears spooky. right now because that's a perfect segue, but I won't. I'll hold off for a little bit. <laughs> um, right, were you going to talk about the, um, the snake from Chamber of Secrets? I mean, yeah, but I mean... No, I wasn't, I wasn't going to talk about the serpent from Rise of Skywalker. Oh, okay. But yes, also, that freaks me out, especially when you're on the Harry Potter ride, the Forbidden Journey. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. Um. I. But yeah, I, that is that does freak me. And it pisses me off to no end that you don't love Indiana Jones, because you guys are both fear snakes. Indiana Jones and I do share a lot of qualities. You're, you're cunning. <laughs> sure. You're handsome. The, um, you love leather. You <laughs> <the> love leather. <laughs> Interpret that how you will. Um, I really love slash hate the behind the scenes of Indiana Jones when they're doing that snake scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I should say Raiders of the Lost Ark when they're doing that snake scene Thank because you. like all those snakes are there and they're real but he was like surrounded by glass basically, right? Yeah. And like even Still that scary. would terrify me. <laughs> yeah, if they oh, were like, same. oh, don't worry, there's like a glass box we're gonna we're gonna put you in or something and they're just gonna be like around you. I'd be like, no, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, how do I get mm-hmm. out of here though? Yeah, there's, yeah, the whole logistical thing too with filming on set but anyway, anyway yes so there there's another scary moment i actually did not have that written down but since matt stole exegol i will add that one to the conversation snakes and water that is definitely a spooky moment also the implications of that um serpent being under the black sand that ate 
assumedly yes. or killed Ochi of Bestoon, he's become a pretty recurring and not main character, but we're getting a lot of detail about Ochi of Bestoon in the comics and books, mm-hmm. and it's sad to think he gets such an uneventful death where he just falls down the sand and gets eaten by this serpent, but that's almost like worse about how menacing this serpent is. Maybe, maybe he doesn't. Though, maybe, he, maybe he uh, takes a coward's way out. <laughs> All right, Matt, give us another spooky, scary moment from Star Wars. So there's, I feel like there are so many that I want to touch on, but I think the one that actually legitimately freaked me out, the first time I saw this, I was sick, and it's the Undead Night Sisters. Um, Sorry, sick or six? Sick. When I was Unwell. six, this was not out yet. <laughs> okay. Um, the Undead Night Sisters, though, that whole storyline. In Rebels or Clone Wars? In, in Clone Wars? Yes. Okay. Legitimately freaks me out. It is so scary. The whole storyline. It's like a four-arc episode story arc mm-hmm. right i'm saying story arc like three times in a row but it legitimately is so freaky the whole i i absolutely loved it because that's the first time like again as someone who likes spooky stuff and star wars i never really thought those gonna be fully combined besides those little moments like in phantom um or the other ones we'll probably talk about but to see this like this dark sky these like you know slime green colors coming out of like cauldrons and stuff and mm-hmm. it it is so scary and the rush to have uh the our characters escape that area too is so freaky. I don't know. It's it, ten times over every time the Night Sisters are on screen, which is why when I was in Ahsoka they came on. It is so spooky to see them all the time. I mean, eventually I think we'll even get more scary stuff Not live like going action. To Dathomir. Exactly, yeah. and so that's why I'm like actually spooked to see that uh, coming up. We we've talked before about how I imagine uh, George Lucas coming up with the accent for Kit Fisto that he's <laughs> looks like he has fish dreadlocks, so they made him a Jamaican accent. Yeah. I like to think George Lucas was in a storyboard idea meeting with for the. Clone Wars, and they're like, what if we did like a Halloween episode and we had like witches and magic and necromancers? And George Lucas is just vigorously writing all this, like, yeah. And then we made it like real spooky, like a Halloween themed episode. And yeah, yeah, more, more. <laughs> that's that's exactly how I felt when mm-hmm. watching it. I was like, yes. <laughs> but it all works still. Um, it does. I, I included uh, something similar, the Night Sisters in Jedi Fallen Order, but just because you traverse Dathomir so much, also. And that is a very spooky section yes. of the game because it's like dark and misty, and every now and again, little zombies, Abrax, uh, jump out at you, and it's, yeah. it's definitely uh, towing the line between spooky and scary for me. Yeah. I agree. Dathomir, anything involving Dathomir is just ripe for that kind of content. Um, they have like those little, in the game, they're like in these cocoons, and mm-hmm. like you see them, and sometimes they come out at you, and sometimes they don't. Yeah, it's, it's spooky. It is indeed. For my next spooky moment, not quite scary, I went with uh, the Force Vision on Dagobah for Luke Skywalker. Absolutely. That makes sense for you, yeah. Definitely gave me the spooks. Also was in my list, too. We've talked about this before. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah, and then I said it was from Return of the Jedi. Well, now you're reliving that shame, so. (laughs) (laughs) How the hell could you think that, Matthew? (laughs) Uh, But it's, it's very spooky, just the way it's shot with the fog and the... You when I first saw it and the snakes, yeah, there's snakes snakes in that scene. Yeah, that's scary. He's going into the cavern and he like moves one just like casually. Mm -hmm. I always think about that. Did you guys know that the helmet, uh, (laughs) Mark Hamill wasn't satisfied with the the head mold of that? Sorry, no one's gonna stop me. Oh, so he laid down underneath (laughs) and then put his head up through the (laughs) floor. I was like, no one's gonna stop me and choke yet. All right. I did know that. But the, yeah, the way, I know you. We've talked about this. The way it shot, I was going to let it go because I still feel like that's a fun enough fact that you can say it on pod. No, I'm sure there's it. listeners who don't know that. They've, we've said this on pod like three times, though. Oh, boy. We have started <laughs> recycling way too well, much of our content. Because last time it was when, with Sway. And we oh, were yeah, like, we told her. Yes. 
And she's like, no, continue, because I don't know it. And we were just like, it's like the same thing when... And we sounded so bored saying it. Yeah, when he like hit the helmet and Lord when of the Rings Viggo Mortensen kicks yes. the helmet. Did you know that he actually broke his toe and that scream is real? <gasps> you did the, ex- the exact same... <laughs> Max, I'm going to play it back the same exact <laughs> way you said it. So, good. Sometimes I, I, I wish it was the summer of 2023 again, so I can relive that moment now. <laughs> Uh, but no, the way the, like, the VFX have that uh, duel between Luke and Vader in that Force Vision, they I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it looks spooky. It look like it looks like a fever dream, and yeah. it's like it's be- slow and hazy. But I think it's because it's like slowed down, and that yes. is also terrifying. Because in when you're having a nightmare, you like can't run, like everything yep. is slow and you can't escape, and it has that feeling. Oh, to is it that in what that it's scene. eliciting in me? That makes so much sense. I never really put that together. He that, like can't move fast similar. enough. He can't mm-hmm. get out of there. But he still wins the fight, though. So it's not that similar. But he realizes that I always lose whenever someone's chasing me and my feet turn to stone. Hmm. All right, Max, what's your next uh, spooky, scary moment that you wanted to talk about? Uh, well, before we get too far from Dathomir, I'll just add my uh, my second spooky. I just have Darth Maul. Just him. In general, yep. he is a terrifying person to look at. I know uh, behind the scenes when they were uh, designing Darth Maul, George Lucas went to the designer and he was like, just draw me like the scariest person from your nightmares. And they came back with like this just absolutely terrifying mo- uh, like monster of a person that kind of looks like Darth Maul. And then George Lucas looked at it and he went, give me the second scariest monster <laughs> of your, like you could see in your nightmares. And then that was Darth Maul. And yeah, I mean, when you first see Darth Maul, um, I should say when you see him well for the first time when in the Phantom Menace when the doors open up and he removes his hood and you can like kind of finally see yep. him in his glory he's standing there like in broad daylight basically right like they didn't do anything to try to make it scarier yeah. he was just himself and that was enough to be terrifying he's got those red and yellow eyes mm-hmm. the horns uh, his creepy smile and then just like the way he carries himself everything about him his the way he sounds like his voice yep absolutely Everything about him is freaky. It's like him as a character. I also have Maul. I'm sure we all do. Like the return of Maul is freaky when he's he's got his spider legs and he's crawling across the fire. Mm-hmm. Something that's underrated when he's freaky is when he's with Ezra. He's pretending to be like an old man. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is the equivalent of something being underwater. It's just like that person pretending to be someone that something they're not. That's a great example of the audience knowing something about a character that yes. the other characters in the scene don't. And it is insanely scary because mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, like you you know with that voice, you know you obviously know who he is. But man, it, it is such a good reveal, and I feel like everything about Darth Maul is scary because he's very capable. Obviously, then you give him spider legs, and it's like three times scarier. Yeah. And it's because he's uh, he's supposed to be like a tortured character, right? Like, I think it was, I don't know if it was Sam Witwer or um, what was his name? The Freddy guy who Prince plays Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. who talks about him. About how he's Sisyphus? We talked about this before, Max. Yes. I thought you were going to stop him, Max. <laughs> Sorry, I did not. I was deleting these off my list, so I have a more... Uh, We've talked about that list. before. Um, uh, but I will say also about Darth Maul, um, in The Phantom Menace, he has like very famously just the one line where he says, at last we'll reveal ourselves to the Jedi. And he says it very you know quietly. He doesn't have like that cool of a voice. But then in animation, Sam Witwer gives him a very sinister and iconic voice. And mm-hmm. it's just such a cool way for them to take a character that's already... Very famous for being just cool looking and make him also just cool sounding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could have just kept the same voice from The Phantom Menace, but I'm glad they hammed it up for animation. Same. And I'm glad that it was Sam Whitworth. I'm a big Sam Whitworth fan. <coughs> mm-hmm. He is good. Matt, you want to keep us going? Yep, let's keep it going with two fears of mine plus a Star Wars one. Um, <laughs> quick fear. 
because uh, it's a Halloween episode. I, as I'm sure you both know, but I hate animatronics, specifically larger than life animatronics. Okay. Why? I have a couple you... ideas of where this could go. Why are you always so gun ho on including practical effects? <laughs> I feel like we it's... should cut now to our CGI versus practical effects episode. No, and you're talking about how we need more practical effects. We do because it's that actually scares me. I don't. I'm not scared by CG anything, but it's like, man, I think about if I was locked in a dark room with a animatronic T-Rex or the shark from Jaws. I would not like that at all. Those are legitimately freaky. That's why I will never go on the Jurassic Park River Adventure at mm. Universal. Uh, the Jaws ride, when it was in its existence, scared the living daylights out of me. Would not go out at nighttime when you're stuck in the boathouse. It is not fun. I mean, it is fun, but my God. <laughs> I'm also animatronics thinking scare me. like an interesting timeline of the overlap of animatronic technology with CG technology. That mm-hmm. animatronic technology wasn't that good by the time they started being able to do CG technology. So I'm picturing like a dilapidated Chuck E. Cheese turning its head towards you as being your biggest fear. I think that's exactly the type of stuff that you're terrified of though, isn't no, it? F- like Five Nights of Freddy's. No, it's, I think it's like, like it has to be larger than life a little bit, I think. Mm. Like the giant crocodile from Lake Placid, mm. the, you know, the shark from Jaws, which hangs in the Academy Museum out in Los Angeles, which is uh, kind of across the street from where I uh, work when I go out there, and it's the the actual shark from Jaws, Bruce the shark, is re- they reconstructed it and hung it from the ceiling, so you face it as you're going down the escalator. And I felt like when I did that, it faced my fears, and I don't really want to do it again. I like, you didn't heal your trauma. It did not. No, <laughs> I like knowing this about you because for some reason it's actually come up a lot in our friendship, <laughs> and I think it's so fun. Like because I feel like. Not to just validate myself, but I feel like snakes is a very rational fear, whereas I feel like animatronics <laughs> is a very irrational fear. Yeah, it is. And it I think is. that's really fun. Well, you, um, have I ever told you why I'm afraid of animatronics? Not to derail so. too hard. In South Park Mall up in Cleveland, um, they in the late 90s, mid 90s, they had a uh, big dinosaur. You know, in the 90s, everyone loved dinosaurs. Jurassic Park was all mm-hmm. the rage. Um, and so they had these animatronic dinosaurs, this huge exhibit there. And every hour, I think, the T-Rex would, like, move, bend its head, and do the famous roar from uh, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. It's one of the scariest sounds of all time. I don't know what in, what forced my dad to do this, but mm. the T-Rex did the thing. It lowered down, and I remember opening my eyes and being face-to-face with a T-Rex, and it did the roar. He was just holding you up, like, baby Simba style to its face. Yeah, oh, exactly no. like that. And that is that is the spawn of that. How old were you? I had to have been four or five. Young. That yes. is a re- that is a reasonable lifelong fear from yeah. a, from a childhood trauma. Yeah. Scary. Luke it, and I have a nephew who's four or five years old, and I feel like if we did that to him, that would definitely be a lifelong fear of his. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine doing that to a four or five year. I, yeah. I don't want to shit on your dad because I think he <laughs> listens to the podcast. He, he's also like three hundred and fifty pounds of he, pure muscle, and it could absolutely eat me. He, but he, th- he, what a dick. <laughs> He does not listen to this podcast, I don't think. Oh I think God. he also fell off like with my grandparents. Not with my grandparents. Like my grandparents were like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, fell off the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Those were yeah. the first episodes to yeah. support you, and then we just yeah. started kept talking about Star Wars. We're like, mm, anyway, Dothamir. <laughs> like, I'm out. So do you guys talk about anything else? No. <laughs> no, nope, this not. is it. Anyway, more Star Warsy. Um, the, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. What was the your second fear? You said you were going to give oh, two fears. I was. And then... I was going to Star Wars and then the second fear. Tell me, tell me, is it related to the one fear to the one Star Wars that you have? No, I have nothing related. Oh, okay, never mind then. I was going to say, tell me your two fears. I was going to try to guess what it was. Well, we guess my other fear then. I guess your other fear. Yeah. What do you think it is? You know what it is. 
I was no, I was gonna guess an animatronic from Star Wars. That I oh, thought what you were gonna well, say, you know, let's let's go off the animatronic vibe. It's not an animatronic, but it's a puppet. But the Rancor, the mm, Rancor. That's what I thought you were gonna say. That's not an animatronic. No, it's a. I mean, it's a puppet. It's like a miniature puppet. A miniature puppet? Yeah. Interesting. It's a small boy. I thought they had like a full sized head and stuff. They had Four they had a claw that picked stuff. up Luke. Yeah, that was. But like when he goes to like jam the bone in his mouth and stuff, they didn't have like a full size animatronic for that. I don't think it was. No. How, how could maybe they have done is. that though? That must have been. They hmm. can't. They couldn't. I guess mesh maybe they that did. with a puppet. Well, either way, they had it for Boca Boba Fett, so that does freak yeah, me out. Yeah, we saw that at it Celebration. Is it was yeah. really yeah. cool. I would not like to see that either. That is true. The Rancor freaks me out to no to no to no end. And I know I know I've said this in the 40th anniversary of Return, but seeing it on the big screen, like in, is actually scary. <laughs> Like, I'm not afraid of that scene when I watch it. Like, being in that moment would freak me out, but my God, it was actually scary in theaters. When we were in a a Star Wars celebration in Anaheim, they had it on display because it was, like, right after Book of Boba Fett and everything. And it was kind of freaky. If you saw it, you would be freaked out. But luckily, right next to it, they had a realistic wax statue of Danny Trejo. So (laughs) I feel like that kind of took you right out of it a little bit. (laughs) Much like the show Book of Boba Fett when you're like, oh, a rancor. Is that Danny Trejo? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And my other fear before moving on is hotel beds. I do not like hotel beds one bit. Scared of bed bugs? I yeah, actually, uh, but that's not why. That came much later. I just have never liked hotel beds. Like, I don't know. It's just uncomfortable. I hate the sheets. I hate thinking about people sleeping in those sheets. I hate how they're so white, so you can see any little stain. <laughs> Man, I think I don't... this is also a rather irrational fear. Uh, I have to back him up on this one though, because I have OCD. So yeah, that kind yeah. of grosses me out it, too. Look, when I forever when I was a kid, I would bring my own blanket and stuff and pillow like it just grosses me out like it could be man it's like i've stayed at some really nice hotels like and, and, and those are nice I mean, it's a lot easier to do like when you're just like you and your wife are going somewhere versus like your entire family and you're like a teenager and like we never stayed anywhere like we've always stayed at nice places but like something about it was just like man i don't do not feel comfortable like i feel like i sleep in the same spot the entire time we we've, like, we've oh. talked before about how we sometimes uh, try to think and express ourselves in memes, and I don't remember if I've made this joke on the podcast before. If I have, cut it. But frequently, whenever people talk about stuff like this, mm-hmm. I uh, think the Breaking Bad meme where he says, "Who do you think you are?" No, no, I am not in danger. I am the danger. <laughs> and that's how I feel about hotel You're a person <laughs> sleeping in the sheets that Matt and I can't stop thinking yeah. about. <laughs> I am the dirtiest one that has slept <laughs> in that bed. Oh. What if someone like Luke slept in this hotel room? <laughs> Uh, anyway, sorry. I, I feel like I can go on, but yeah, do, do not like hotel beds. I would love to try to find a way to relate that to a Star Wars moment. Uh, Maybe. Do you ever sleep in a hotel or something <laughs> like it? There's something much worse. I'd rather do that, to be honest. Give me a <laughs> ship any day of the week. All right. Uh, moving along, my, my greatest real life fear is death. And uh, Do something I'd fun, though. Rather not get into it too much on the air, I guess. But my uh, next spooky, scary moment is the uh, carbon freezing chamber in oh, yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, all spook, one. no scare. It's not like an actually scary place. Like nothing jump out, jumps out at you because you but don't know a, if he's gonna live or die. No, no, it's, a, it's, it's situation. not scary. It's the the atmosphere is just kind of spooky. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, we are gonna get him to understand I the know. difference between spooky and scary by the at, end. Of this. Like atmosphere. No, no. Spooky. I'm wondering. I'm wondering why what this has to do with death though, because no one dies in that scene. It doesn't have to do with death. I just, Matt wanted unrelated. us to bring up our real oh, world okay. fears, and so unrelated. <laughs> Luke's biggest fear is death. I, I didn't want to talk about it at all, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You don't have any irrational fears either? 
Uh, not that I can think of. Think about when we come back to you. But yes, I agree. The Carbonite scene is scary. The lighting of it, the, the, yes, fog, the fog, the smoke, mm-hmm. the fact that Darth Vader is there and Boba Fett. Yes. Yeah. These and masked people versus unmasked people. The way yeah, they've been building scary. up that fight where Yoda and Obi-Wan were like, don't go. You can't win. It's a trap. Yep. It's you're gonna ruin everything, and then he goes. Correct. And goes, he's so overpowered, and you're like, oh my god, this is just the worst. And <laughs> this is just the worst. All right, Max, what's your next one? Oh, oh, okay. Best for last. This is what I think is the scariest scene in all of Star Wars. It is from Rogue One at the very end. Darth Vader in the hallway. Yep. It is. You hear the ship creaking. It is dark. You hear the ominous breathing. The troopers turn around and you just see the red glow of the lightsaber ignite. And then he just very slowly, much like Jason and like any any of his movies, right? Like you, you never see him run. He's just always walking, but he always kills his prey somehow. Like he yeah. still gets to you. They can't escape. They're in that tiny hallway. It's claustrophobic. And he's just very slowly slaughtering them all one by one. I agree that that's yep. the scariest moment in Star Wars. I think so. I th- I think so. Yeah, I think so. There, I, I know I've talked to, to great length about this before, but not just even the hallway scene, but Darth Vader in general. You can't tell his emotion. You can't tell where his, his eyes are looking. And that just that back knowledge of seeing, you know, that knowledge of seeing him in other movies, I think, adds to that scene of being like, even if you were in that hallway, you have no idea if you were next or if he was looking at you or if you were, you know, he was going to come for you. It's, man, that is scary. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do. I mean, they were shooting at him knowing that there's nothing they can do, and he was just. One by one, killing them all yep. in a very different but gruesome way. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's horrid. All right. Matt, do you have one last one? I do have one last one. Besides Darth Vader, I literally have one last one. And it's like a very, I think, very obvious one. But it's one of those situations that in the movie they are able to make funny. And I think it's great. But um, it's the trash compactor scene. I would hate to be in that mm. moment. When you're watching it as a kid and those walls are coming in and there's a monster in there, there's something under the water, Maxwell. Yep. Like, it is the... It's a combination of, like, three things that none of us like. Animatronics, like the monster, the monster being underwater, and then walls coming towards you. No one wants that. Death, yeah. Death. Oh, my God. It's all three of our... Um, That's a good example of the the tone of a scene uh, making light of a very serious situation. Like, that could be so much darker than it is. And yes. like Han Solo says, one thing is for sure, we're all going to be a lot thinner. And it's like, ha ha, you're going to die. Yeah. And also 3PO's hilarious. Oh my God, they're it's killing mm-hmm. them. Because they're all cheering. It's yeah. so funny. And like, I always laugh because that's another quote that I say in my everyday life that no one ever gets when uh, Luke oh. says, oh, where could he be? <laughs> I have heard you say that. I before. say that a lot. Yeah, you do. Just like me saying, this is not going to end the way you think <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, Pop quiz that I think Luke might know the answer to. What is the name of that trash compactor yeah, I creature? Al- I almost uh, blurted it out and scrunched up my glasses like uh, the Viggo Mortensen <laughs> kicking the helmet. It- it's a Dianoga. <laughs> it is a Dianoga. Good job. So my my parents have, if they listen to this episode, will stop listening now. No, <laughs> what the They're very supportive. Dianoga? <laughs> um, that brings me to all of the ones that I had. I also had two more. I had the uh, cantina scene in A New Hope, mm-hmm. which is pretty spooky. A pretty big tonal shift in that movie. Yeah. Especially as a kid. It's like very lighthearted. Like, um, you know, the, the content is like war and death for a rebellion, but it's two wacky droids and you're following them around. Yep. And then you get to this cantina. The werewolves. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's a werewolf and all these... Spooky monsters. Uh, I really like the spook in that scene. And uh, the last Aliens one I with had... peach faces playing instruments. <laughs> peach faces. Uh, the last one I had <laughs> They're is... They're all your uh, daughter. 
from the comics, the High Republic comics, uh, phase or volume one from the 2020 series, the Drengear, the villain in that, they're uh, kind of like plant vampire uh, zombie monsters, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a scary idea, but that volume is presented like you're reading a horror story. Like the yeah. way it's the art is drawn and the way the story unfolds, it's very uh, scary. I would give that one a scary rating yeah. and not spooky because of the way it is um, handled. Similar to how the trash compactor scene is, scene is presented in a way that's not that scary for something that is. This is something that wouldn't be that scary, but is presented in a very scary way. So you don't have any, any other irrational fears? Ah, I forgot to even think. I'm sure I have something, but... Well, while you think further, I'm surprised that nobody talked about um, the uh, the stormtroopers being resurrected in Ahsoka or the first time you just see Thrawn's army. Oh, I feel like true. it's super creepy. I honestly and, can't like the way they're, they're chanting his name and yeah, then Enoch. Enoch tears and he has like a... Or Enoch turns and he has like that face and it's, uh, that I consider to be spooky. I think that's no, scary. That scary. <laughs> Maxwell, I think you're it's getting, spooky. Max, you're getting them reversed. I don't know. Let us know what you think in the comments. What is spooky and what is scary? Do you agree with me or are you wrong? <laughs> Luke and I are both like, no. Max, you got to get the thing. It is remarkable that we are so consistently <laughs> agreeing and disagreeing in the same <laughs> format. All right. Does anyone have any force for thought? I'm sure you do. I do. No one else does. (laughs) Let me me pull it up. Sorry. Um, I probably could have went ahead and asked that so you didn't have to tee yourself up. (laughs) That's fine. Uh, I have one from uh, the Lego Terrifying Tales uh, animated short that I was watching uh, to celebrate Halloween. Um, It's just a a funny joke that I have to give credit because I didn't come up with it, but it is an interesting force for thought. They say in a throwaway line, uh, Darth Maul with his uh, robot spider legs, does he take them off to sleep? (laughs) <laughs> or does he just like hunch over and let them and keep them like under him and he just like slumps down over them that i would imagine that anyway anyway how, is tight, how tightly do those collapse like does he can he like straighten them all out so he can just like sleep laying down I mean, if you're that sithy you got to be prepared for all moments you're not gonna it's like sleeping naked it's like you can't <laughs> you gotta be prepared yeah you that. if someone breaks in you gotta go for it right maybe he sleeps upside down like a bat that's spooky i don't I mean, no, that's scary. <laughs> oh. If you walked in, if you walked in and you saw Darth Maul dangling from your ceiling with his spider legs, you'd be like, "Whoa, that's a little spooky." It would be no, scary, scary if I walked in and he. It, it would be scary if I walked in and he was doing that in my house. <laughs> but if I watched a show and that's just the way he goes to sleep, I'd be like, "Ooh, that's kind of spooky." Ah, oh, man, interesting. What about, what about Jabba the Hutt? How do you think he sleeps? We he's saw always, him sleep. He's always basically sleeping. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. We do see him sleep. He wakes up. He's yeah. Like, oh. yeah. He sleeps like me. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't move. He just kind of closes his eyes. Hmm, okay. Yeah. For some reason, I was picturing him straightening out. <laughs> or if there's a hut that's a side <laughs> sleeper and he rolls over. Yeah. Slash's crumb is dead. <laughs> right. Oh. Um, can we call this episode the Spooktacular? Yeah. That's Force for Thoughts Spooktacular. Spooktacular. Yeah. Man, we really should have. If We should have came up with a name and then made it more spooky. We're ca- we're talking ghost voice. I'm gonna insert a ghost voice there. <laughs> the equivalent of audible cobwebs. <laughs> I'm trying to keep that silent right <laughs> there. Is that <laughs> trying to just uh, just audible to see? Cob- Man, we right. more Dracula. Well, thank you very much for listening. Let us know what you think are your favorite spooky, scary moments in Star Wars. Let us know if you have a different definition of spooky and scary, and we'll see you next week. See you, zombie Sammy.